0: Hi everyone, I'm Ali Sternberg. If this is your second episode, welcome back to Crossing Paths. If this is your first episode, let me recap as to what this podcast is all about. New cultural experiences have always been very important to me. It's the reason I moved to Chile in 2012. It's the reason I continue to become fluent in Spanish every day, uh, and it's definitely part of the reason that I said yes, yes, and more yes to my wife's idea of attending culinary school in Spain. So. Here we are. We moved from New York City to Madrid in February with our dog. And the thing that I wanna do the most is meet other people from all over the world who are living away from their home country as well. Hear their story, find out how all this came about. I'm pretty sure that even though we're from different places, there's probably a common thread and we'll find all this out together. Today's episode, we cross paths with our guest, Daniel Silva. He is a serial entrepreneur from Brazil who spent time in the US as well as the UK. We talk about how he decided on Madrid, the importance of cultural experiences for him and his family, his business ventures, recent sale of his company, entrepreneurship in Europe, and being a sports enthusiast, and how that impacts his life, his family's life, as well as his upcoming business opportunities. So I hope you enjoy. Thank you, first of all, for doing this. Thanks for having me. Yeah. (laughs) The first thing I kind of wanted to know about, you are originally from Brazil. Absolutely, yes. Whereabouts? I was born in Rio. Oh cool! Real yeah. visionary. Yeah. yeah, I was there. My wife and I went a couple years ago Cool. for the first time. How was it? Lots of fun. I was so happy with how our time. I went with my parents-in-law uh, from Chile, so there was a short flight for them. And my wife and I from New York, and we had an awesome time. I would go back. Cool. I tried to learn a little bit of Portuguese while well, you're there uh, on Duolingo beforehand. It was okay. Oh. I kept, I kept saying "otimo," which I don't know if that's yeah, it's the same. Okay, good. Great. Okay, good. Ultimo at, is I, great. People. <laughs> I was saying Ultimo and people looked at me. Yeah. And my wife was like, "You're yeah. not saying, you're not saying that, right?" So I was born in Rio, early '80s. Okay.
1: And lived there until I was 18. When I moved to the US. Okay. Where did you Where did you move to? I moved to Washington D.C. Nice. And then I got into college in Erie, Pennsylvania.
0: So you moved to D.C. prior to going to college. Prior to college, yeah. I okay. Lived,
1: I lived with a family over there. Oh, uh, like homestay. Yeah, well, yeah, homestay, like, you know, host parents, yeah. however you call it. So I stayed with them for for half a year. Cool. And then, you know, meanwhile, I applied for college, got in, and lived in the U.S. for another five years. Gotcha. You did four years and then OPT for a year? Four years in OPT. Nice. Yes, yes. Uh, got to travel extensively throughout the country, you know, really, really, really cool stuff. Great learning. I like to say that I was very lucky with the time that I did as well. Yeah. You know, no Skype. No WhatsApp yeah,
0: you're you are so, totally free yeah so the
1: culture you know was really intense so yeah I know I know a lot about the culture and, and values and so on and I keep it with myself.
0: You mean like you could fully immerse yourself're because you not, you're not just all you know, the time connected Thanksgiving with Americans you know? yeah. uh,
1: it, it, I think now people live in a parallel world you know yeah. when they go abroad so they are there but they are also with their mobile somewhere else. Yeah. So they're not fully experiencing uh, you know, all the opportunity out there. But I did. I did. It was great. So I did five years there, then I moved to London. Okay. To get my master's. where did you and, sorry, where'd you go to college in, in Pennsylvania? Uh, Edinburgh University of Pennsylvania. Oh. It's an hour and a half north of Pittsburgh. Okay. So that was a Brazilian with like yeah. three feet snow every single How was that? winter. How was that for you? It was, good. Yeah. it was good. I got to appreciate. Good. Know, so every Christmas I was going home to Brazil, which was summer there. So oh, uh, so having you, you still got your summer? Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, three years in London, I got my got my masters there. traveled a lot, India, Nepal,
0: um, wow. yeah, all over the place. That was during your studies or following your studies? In following London? my
1: studies. Following my studies. So I I studied for a year, then I worked for another two, and then back to Brazil. So uh-huh. after ten years, I did ten years abroad, back to Brazil. Right and then stayed there for nine years. Okay, what were you, what was, what São were you doing? Sao Paulo then. Then okay. I got back for business, and gotcha. Sao Paulo is, is the place to be in Brazil. And gotcha. then, I've heard I've heard that, I
0: guess. The two places I know in Brazil, which is Rio yeah, and Sao Paulo, Sao no. Paulo is São Paulo, place for business. Sao Paulo
1: got some crazy numbers, like it's the second city in the world with the most Fortune 500 companies, Oh wow! Uh, just behind New York. Uh, you know, twenty-five huh. million people, twenty-five million consumers. You know, it's huge. it's it's a huge, it's a huge city. Wow. And then uh, got involved with it with technology. Okay. Uh, tried fill, got one right. Yeah. So my business exited, which is you know. Every, what was your business? It was a last mile logistic platform. Okay. Something like uh, Instacart slash Uber, uh, but we were mainly focusing on. Uh, business to business and e-commerce. Gotcha. So we're doing a lot of packages for companies like Amazon, let's say.
0: I see. You know? Yeah, I was gonna ask you to, to make it the most basic understanding for, for me yeah. and for everybody. No, so
1: basically what we we had a platform just like an, an, an on-demand like Uber in which we are connecting demand which could be you know the e-commerce business or a business uh, itself or you know, like end consumer, yeah, with drivers, qualified drivers, just like you do with Uber. Gotcha. So, we got to have 4,000 uh, delivery drivers
0: in eight states of Brazil. Oh, wow!
1: Yeah, that was crazy, it's pretty
0: big, crazy. crazy. It- over what period of time was this? This was over the nine years you were in Paulo. No,
1: no, no. I got involved with technology, did some startups, had a really cool business developing apps for companies like Volkswagen, Nivea, got to win international awards and everything. Wow. And then this was the last four years.
0: Okay. Yeah. So before that, you were, I see, you were designing apps and then you kind of went into this bigger yeah,
1: venture well, for actually, yourself. Actually, you know, now it's a super hype uh, words. It's a uh, venture builder. So basically what we had, we had um, a creative agency doing mobile apps for big companies. So anything from idea creation, uh-huh. to full development. So we used to have an gotcha. idea, prototype, yeah. pitch, sell, develop, deliver. Huh. And then do it again. And do it again for many, many companies. <laughs> wow. And then, you know, at some point we had a lot of cash in the bank, yeah, You know, it was a very profitable business, yeah. And we said, why don't we start funding our own ideas? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so you know, this is now called Venture Builder and so on. But we we're doing, we we're doing this like six years ago. Okay. And then uh, we got to create one app, which was chosen uh, the num the second best running app in Brazil.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah, we did. Running app as in as actually a, tracking your running as, a, as an athlete?
1: No. Actually, what we're doing, we had a platform doing, uh, you know, once and again, ahead of the time, content yeah. marketing. So gotcha. what we're doing is countdown for all the major running uh, races around the world. Oh, I see. So let's say you're going to run uh, the New York Marathon, right? So you could go on this app and... You know, do a countdown until the race day, uh-huh. and we we're providing you tips.
0: You know, oh, I see, be
1: careful with kilometer 32, you're gonna have to go uphill, or gotcha. You know, the best uh, travel day in New York, what to do. So, we we're
0: like creating content for uh-huh. people that were triggered by that specific race. I see, yeah, and now that's all over the place, I feel like. For marathons, yeah, and yeah, no. And that type then the marathons start, you know, having
1: their own apps, and they're trying to connect with, 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 with the runner, and they, you know, this is part of their strategy. So, this was one of the projects, and you know, the third one was the last mile uh, logistic platform. We raised money very quickly on a PowerPoint, uh-huh. and then the business just got bigger than the other one.
0: Yeah, and
1: we had to go for it. Cool.
0: Yeah, and then you went cool. really...
1: And then uh, August 2017, I sold the business uh-huh. and I moved to here to Madrid. Wow. With my wife yeah. and two beautiful daughters. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, it's not my first time living abroad. Sure. It's my first time as a family. Yeah, yeah. Right? But I've done it before and I think it's it's critical for one self-evolution. Yeah,
0: you know? I think... I think it's enormous. and I think that I I can see myself in the few times that I've lived in other places. Uh, So just even living in another city, going to college. I went to college in D.C. actually. Uh, Then living in Santiago, coming back to New York a little bit older, going to Madrid now with my uh, wife, Uh, is a whole different experience than when I was also here in Spain uh, about 10 years ago to study abroad. As a 20-year-old, it's different than as a 30-year-old to see what Spain is like and have a little bit more of an appreciation for what's happening kind of more around you. Uh, Absolutely, yeah. So you sold your company, you moved to Madrid. Did you come to Madrid for opportunity in business or did you come here for like a life move or a mixture of both? It was... Well, the
1: whole idea was to get back to Europe. Okay. Right, uh, I'm a Portuguese Portuguese citizen, so okay. they, I was like, okay, I want to go back to Europe. I want to, um, as an entrepreneur, I would say I want to play Champions League. You yeah. Know? So I want to play again. This is a big, this is a big with, way for you. It's a bigger market, yeah, yeah. you know, it's more competitive and so on. Um, so the idea was to get in here yeah. and, and and see how how would play out. I see. So we considered four places: uh, London, but London would be like, you know. Possibly for, for an entrepreneur, would be the, the chosen one. For it's the for the biggest. It's a bigger market, you know the language, would be easier. I, you know, I lived there, so I know some people there. Yeah. So London, but then the Brexit came along and then we were like, yeah. Yeah, what's gonna happen? And you know you're no longer by yourself, so have family. have right, think over. a little bit. More. I can't say you know six months later, hey, let's move somewhere else. Right, <laughs> and then we look at Lisbon, which is a super cool place I right love, now. It's, love Lisbon. It's really happening. Uh, the entrepreneurial scene is great. Uh, they have the Web Summit, so uh-huh. it's like incentives for for entrepreneurs who want to establish their companies over there.
0: Makes sense for you.
1: It would, but then you know you take yeah. away the language experience for the for for the family. You know we'll be speaking Portuguese. Oh, I got you.
0: And do you, you speak Portuguese
1: at home? We, we speak English and Portuguese at home. Okay. So yeah, and then uh, Barcelona, Madrid, and I'm a huge Real Madrid fan. So you can't go. You can't live in Barcelona. So the first thing I did so after selling the company, I, I got uh, season tickets for Real Madrid in the Oh wow! We know, have to go there. Whatever happened. I'm gonna enjoy, yeah, and and give some time for myself. So yeah, we came over here. Um, now, 18 months later, we're super uh-huh. excited. Um, it's a city that it's changing in front of our eyes. Yeah, uh, it's really happening. You see a lot of, you know, new places coming up. Um, so yeah, we're super excited to be here.
0: Yeah, it's. It sounds like it was. It's a nice mixture of of, of both things for you, and it panned out very well in terms of. Madrid, a uh, a place in Europe, tech scene, yes, yeah, and right. Your, your family gets to speak or learn learn lo- language. language,
1: and I think you know once and again you are two hours flight to London. You right. are two and a half hour, hours flight to Berlin. Right, uh, you know you can get a train to Valencia to Barcelona. Right, you're an hour away from Lisbon. You're an yeah. hour away from Lisbon. So yeah, the way to look at it is Europe is a market itself. Uh uh-huh. You know, of course. You need the infrastructure to be able to create something great. You, know, yeah. you need to be able to hire well. Uh, the ecosystem must have the right mindset to evolve and so on. Yeah. If you don't have that, it doesn't really matter how great your business is. You should have a, a really hard time to to, to come, you know, to make a success. Yeah. So Madrid is a place that's like evolving at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a couple of good cases coming out. Uh, you know, we work uh, got some office in, in Madrid. Google Campus is in Madrid. Uh-huh. Uh, some accelerator programs over here. The VC uh, industry is hitting up as well. So it's, it's evolving, of right. course. You still have London, you still have Berlin, Paris, and Barcelona ahead of the game. But, you know, the quality of life that you get in Madrid and the opportunity mm-hmm. to be part of this, let's say, revolution or
0: yeah. acceleration is is an opportunity something so. that maybe is a little bit more on the ground floor or and that you're, you're being you're a part of the, the ecosystem in a different way it's more early stage let's
1: put, uh-huh. you know gotcha. it's gonna evolve it has to yeah. and i think there are some great people who want to make this uh a place to be yeah so early days uh ecosystem is still lacks a lot of stuff but it's gonna it's gonna come about sure
0: when you moved here 18 months ago, what was your first month or so like in terms of adjusting for you, your wife, your family? Okay. Well, we got here in August, right? So it's like... Um, a little
1: bit hot. It's 44 degrees <laughs> Celsius, yeah. uh, you know, so you guys can have an understanding. It's like close to like 100. 100, 105 <laughs> yeah. Fahrenheit. So it's it's insane. But we are so excited, mm-hmm. you know, I think the first month was more like a, you know, holiday. Uh-huh. Everything was great. Yeah. You know, uh, if we if we went to the water park and the queue was like an hour and a half, we were celebrating because right. we were at the water park. Right. If we go there today, we're gonna be pissed off. That right, you're in the queue. You were in the honeymoon. Yeah, so in the honeymoon phase, yeah, so the honeymoon face, um, super excited. We you know we're celebrating a big you know professional accomplishment. Yeah, I was really I was really excited to be here. And at the same time, I was exhausted. Yeah. So it's a huge move. Yeah. So it was really, really tricky. And then we need to figure out how to do about housing, uh,
0: school, yeah. and uh, so right. on you have to think about. So way uh, more things that I had to think about, which yeah. was literally just finding an apartment. Uh, no, absolutely. So I remember we got the apartment
1: on September first. Uh-huh. When did you arrive here? August eighteenth. So we did Airbnb. You did, you did a quick turnaround. We did Airbnb for a few days and then we got an apartment. And throughout the month of August, every single school was closed. So we didn't oh, yeah. know we <laughs> didn't know if they had opening. You yeah. know what I mean? Hey, can you take my daughter? Can you take, you know, how much does it cost and so on? So we had no information yeah, you're coming whatsoever. In with zero. Yeah. So I remember, you know, it's Friday and my wife she's so concerned about school and I said, yeah. Hey, listen. They're gonna open the door on Monday, right? Yeah. So let's just get drunk until Monday. Celebrate it, celebrate this victory because yeah. we now have a place to crash. Uh-huh. No furniture whatsoever. So we did air mattress for eighteen days or so
0: gotcha. with two daughters going to school. That was <laughs> insane. So Monday good, good for you. I I you know, we moved here, we had two weeks to find an apartment, really. My wife, you know, started culinary school, I think a month after we arrived and we had booked a hotel for two weeks and we said, okay, we're just going to f- go find an apartment. It can't be that hard compared to the say, New York. And it was still very, you know, it was yeah. super difficult. We have a dog that yeah. impacted, you know, the easy. little dog, but it's not still, it's, yeah. not, it's not easy.
1: It's not easy. So, so yeah, so it played out well. Uh, eventually we got up on Monday and we went to yeah. to see some schools. We got them. A really nice school. They're still there, you know, coming to an end. Their second year there, so it, it played well. Yeah. So no complaints.
0: Do, uh, is the school Spanish language? English. It's English,
1: uh, it's English and Spanish. Okay. So mm-hmm. some of the subjects are taught in English and some are in Spanish. Cool. And they get certified by Cambridge. So, yeah. Oh, so they're going to be trilingual. If yeah. they're not already yeah. trilingual. No, they 100%. are. They, the oldest one, she's already trilingual. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's cool. That's
0: very cool. She's doing better than I am. Yeah. And I was <laughs> when I was her age. Yeah. I think that, I think that's amazing. That's that's our future goal for, for kids to, to maintain bilingual, at very least. Ab- absolutely. English and Spanish. I'm a huge
1: advocate for... Culture experience uh-huh. and playing sports. Okay. So those are those are two things that I really push my daughters to to
0: engage. What what sports do they play?
1: Um, my oldest one, she plays well rollerblading, you know, running, swimming. Yeah. She wants to do her first triathlon race.
0: Okay, so a lot. She's doing a lot. <laughs> she's doing a lot. A lot. No,
1: it's 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 a major it's a major play in my house. And what we want for them. Uh-huh. Uh, as I said, I'm a huge advocate for what sports can teach you. Okay. You know, so as an individual and as a team player, yeah. I think it can really teach you a lot about life. You know. Yeah. Commitment, discipline, winning, losing. You know, getting up on your feet. Mm-hmm. So persistence. Uh, persistence. Eh, you know, it's, it's some people say that. Uh, entrepreneurship is a it's not a sprint race it's a marathon uh-huh. i like to think more it's like a, it's a it's an ironman race because right. you need to you need to play different sports and it takes forever to finish
0: right yeah i mean it, it could even be what's what's that one where there you run then you swim then you bike then you that's the one. Oh, that's what it's you're called talking
1: about. ironman yeah. race it's a 3.8 kilometers swim uh, 180 kilometers oh. bike and then you run 42 kilometers, which is a marathon. Right. And I've done four of them. You've done four of them? Of them, yeah. Just a few. Just, uh, a few. just a few marathons. No, so, you know, that's something you that know. I really push my kids, yeah. you
0: know, to do it. Are there, are there other sports that, that you personally feel connected to? Uh,
1: right now... Soccer, anything? I imagine? No, no, not so much. No? <laughs> Injuries. Uh, I think right now anything related to nature. Mm. I think it's, uh, it's, it's like nature related sports such as kayaking climbing or trail running uh-huh. is a way for you to really connect with nature and i think it's something that people who live in major cities we're now lacking you know uh-huh. uh, you know some people talk about mindfulness meditation yeah. and so on. but i think if you if if you connect to nature you can be running, you can be kayaking, whatever you're meditating. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're taking your time to appreciate. So anything, if you ever want to do something and it's uh, nature related,
0: yeah. give me a call and. Uh, I will. I'll do you do have it. any recommendations for for here in Madrid, where to, to do that?
1: Yeah, there's a there's a website called hikingmadrid.com. Okay. Uh, so they organize hikes. Uh, in different places of Madrid every single weekend. Oh, oh cool. Yeah, so you can, you know, they send an email, hey, this is what's going to happen this weekend, so you can just sign up for it and it's a it's a great great amazing opportunity to see amazing parts of Madrid because yeah. you know, we are 10 to 15 kilometers away from a range mountain which right. you can snowboard during the winter. So, oh,
0: I didn't even I didn't I knew we were close, I didn't know where we that yeah, close. Yeah, I think it's
1: a 40 14 minutes uh, train ride. Huh? So, you know, you can just go out there and you can, you know, go, f- go for a good hike or even run.
0: I'm going to definitely have to do that. Do it. Yeah. I mean, I am late to the, to the hiking and trekking game. My wife uh, is absolutely the hiker and the trekker. Um, but, but now that, that she's kind of introduced me to it, it is something that I definitely want to do. I am a tennis player and basketball player more so than anything. Cool. Uh, so I'm constantly looking for for places to play tennis, uh, so and
1: basketball. As a te- as a tennis player,
0: yeah, I recommend you try
1: pedal. Have you seen it? Yeah, I have seen it. Yeah, it's a it's a huge sport here in Spain. It's a mix of squash with racquetball with tennis. So oh, it's like it's, a, is
0: it the mini court? It's the mini court, yeah. uh, two versus
1: two. Uh, you know, the surrounding is glass. Yeah. So it's it's a big sport here. You can find a, a pista de paddle pista de everywhere.
0: Pub. Cool. I'm definitely gonna do that. Yeah. Because I'm gonna try as I as I adjust to life in Madrid. This is the biggest thing that we're kind of looking for is how to how to be involved in, cool. in, in some activities and no, sports. No, it's, it's everywhere. Uh, they also have the public uh, swimming pools. So
1: okay. there are many spots around town, and you can just go and pay like a day pass, so you can go for swimming. oh Nice because madrid is very hot during the summertime and very
0: dry. Uh-huh. So it's like that's so to to the pool.
1: weather. So you need to be
0: in <laughs> yeah, absolutely cool. Yeah, I'm def- I'm definitely going to check that out. Are you feeling now 18 months in that that madrid is a place for long term is that still in motion? Um,
1: I think I think it really depends how the business will play out. Uh-huh. Uh, currently, I've done investment companies in Brazil. Uh, we're looking at some companies right here as well. So I could be here for another two, uh-huh. four, five years. I don't know. But uh, I'm super, super happy here. Like the quality of life, everything that you can experience, you know, the food, the wine. Yeah. If you're listening to this. You must try the red wine. The Rioja? The, no, I like the Ribera. Oh, the Ribera, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah so yeah, it's it. It, you know it's a great place to be. Very central in Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh, super safe. Super kids friendly. Super yeah. kids friendly. Uh, it's parks everywhere that you can take your kids to play. And yeah. So it's a good place. We're happy.
0: Good.
1: You know, I can't say long term commitment because yeah. be, <laughs>
0: you never <not> know. Happy. <laughs> You never know for sure. Yeah, we're we're getting used to things. And Retiro is our main park, but there's plenty of there's plenty oh, of other parks to check them. out.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, any any Madrid complaints? Things that you would like to be better, uh, or maybe not maybe not complaints, but things that have been uh, difficult. Someone just moving someone moving here. I think
1: you know. Overall, it's um, it's a triple A city. Hmm. You know. Very friendly, clean, safe, uh, beautiful. The architecture is beautiful. Uh, It's super easy to get around. It's fairly flat, so you can pretty much walk everywhere. Um, uh, You know, I think changing would be more to to the mentality of the people, Uh especially the elder one. Um, You know, be more be more futuristic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, you know, some people argue that no, you know, it needs to stay tradition. You, yeah. need, you know, we like our cafes, we don't want a lot of Starbucks. Yeah. Yes, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I like that idea as well. But the world is changing. Yeah. And if you say, but we don't want to change, that's not going to happen. It's uh-huh. going to change regardless. So you can either be at the top front, uh, be a major player, or you can just accept. And when uh-huh. you accept, you know you lag behind, and it's just gonna be top down, through your throat, that sort of stuff. So I think you know, change people mentality.
0: Yeah. I agree. I think that that's, that's a big thing that we're, we're getting used to here as well. Just that there are plenty of people who are more modern, let's say. Yeah. Uh, and you see that kind of popping around here in, in different ways. And then you also will then run into someone on in the street who's from an older generation who's kind of like moving you out of the way with their cane a little bit. And you're like, yeah, absolutely. Okay, all no. right. <laughs> I, have, I have an episode about that.
1: Uh, last summer, some of the sk- scooter business uh, tried their, you know, Tried Madrid. So, uh-huh. you know, we had a um, few companies around, and it was just like you were like uh, from another planet, uh-huh. you know, to, to, to the older people on the street. Yeah. So imagine, you know, they are like 60, 70, 80, whatever, walk in the street, and then you just go like 30 kilometers an hour on your scooters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, you know, and at some point, they were angered towards you. Yeah you know so yeah, yeah. it's it's
0: tricky it's
1: you're not gonna slow down this kind of mobility
0: right
1: okay of course there's friction in the beginning but they were like too hard on it
0: yeah yeah so
1: you know things like that and also very some bureaucracy when it comes to like yeah. renting a place you know that sort of stuff but you know in the end it's very open yeah and it's a very international place uh, you can eat great
0: sushi. You can eat great... Yeah, there's lots of great food, food here. Yeah. It's oh, the yeah, most amazing cool. thing that absolutely. I was like, I don't really miss anything from New York because I can get it. And I didn't think I would ever say those words. Yeah. In terms of food, I can get sushi. and I can have... There's there's Mexican places everywhere. Absolutely. Uh, burgers and everything. Yeah. You can't get Lucky Charms, though. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it's hard there, to find. There's one like very small American store in Chueca that has... I think Lucky Charms. Okay then. Yeah, things I think I have on. Yeah, go we check. We have been in Jerry's. I'm happy. About. Yeah, that, 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 <laughs> that's true. Um, no, I think, I think, I think you're right. I I think an example for me is that we are, we have our little dog and he wears orange boots everywhere because in New York, you know, the boots are quite popular. Keeps your, your paws clean. The dog's paws clean. You just pop them off when you get home and and he's ready for the house here. You either get people that are going, Oh my God, look at that dog with, with those boots on. That's amazing. I love it. Or we were walking somewhere the other day and, and someone says he injured. We said no. This is just for you know for for health reason, and she she looked at us and went, "Pobre Pedro. Uh, she was like, "Poor dog," and uh, we we're like, "Come on, lady, uh, you don't have to tell us that." Yeah, but so you'll find it everywhere. Yes, probably. you will.
1: But I think you know when you ask what could be changed, I think those are the things. Yeah, and it's not that it really bothered me at all. But you know, it, Madrid has a chance to to be. A, a, a real player in the next few years, you know, and, uh-huh. but it just needs to catch up yeah. and, and, you know, just like open mind and, mm-hmm. uh, this whole idea of, you know, entrepreneurs, you know, try new things, experimenting. It just needs to embrace that, uh-huh. you know, Yeah, um, they can't protect their bar with poor service you know? <laughs> right, because, right, of, right. because of like Kanyas and tapas, right. you know, right. they, they should coexist but you can't right. block new things coming out.
0: Right, you can be traditional, but exactly. don't stop the so. don't stop the other place from. I think so. From,
1: yeah, and you know, and in the end, if it's a good business, it will survive because people will demand both. Right, you're gonna have the burger crowd, and you're gonna have the tapas
0: crowd. They will, right. they will, they'll coexist. be okay together. Yeah. What's your What's your biggest venture here in Madrid?
1: Uh, so over the last year or so after six months of drinking wine (laughs) and fairly uh, early hours
0: yeah which is uh, customary well
1: I I had to celebrate a little bit I think Mm. I started looking to okay where am I going and the whole idea of staying with the technology industry it was there you know I understand I have good connections I've done it before Mm -hmm. and but I wanted to do something that was really close to my heart Uh because as you create a business you're going to go through so so many setbacks and you you know if you don't really like what you're doing it's just like a huge sacrifice yeah and i've done that in the past so i know how it feels so i started looking to sports which is spoke earlier today something very close to my heart uh and then travel all over the world tel aviv london berlin uh looking for you know entrepreneurs what what are they doing you know what's hot in the market you know how's the ecosystem? And who's doing what? You know uh, where are the opportunities and so on. Yeah. So I created I created a company with uh, three other people. Okay. And what we're currently doing is we are uh, experimenting with the market. Okay. We have health so? s- Sports and technology. It's a market called sports tech. Uh huh. And then we start looking to health and wellness, and okay. it just become something much bigger yeah. than just sports. And then. We found a a big problem there to solve, which is child obesity. Okay. You know, uh, close to 50% of American kids are now uh, obese. Yeah. And, you know, we have been talking about this for so long, and we're constantly saying American kids, American kids, but it's no longer longer American kids problem. It's, you know, UK with like 20% and going up, uh, Spain going up, Brazil with 14%. So the problem is huge. Uh, the impact on the economy—it's amazing. It's like in the UK itself, it's ninety billion pounds. Wow! Because what happens with like a obese child? Child, you have the physical problem, yeah, right, which is a long-term one. Yeah, it's not that he's only going to be, yeah. you know, overweight at age twelve. He's going to carry that all his life. You have the mental situation, which directly related to bullying. You know, right. and then you're talking about directly and indirectly impacting the family, mm-hmm. the educators, the school principal, the friends. Yeah, you know
0: what I mean. Then it's a it, wide ranging effect. It's a yeah. wide ranging
1: effect, and then it puts pressure on the health system, especially mm-hmm. the public one. Yeah, you know. So the bill is it's it's insane. It's super big yeah. so throughout you know we're experimenting we're really trying to, to get down to the problem we don't want to build a solution if you're not sure about the problem yeah. uh, meanwhile I got invited by ASICS uh-huh. uh, to be an entrepreneur in residence Okay, cool. with their accelerator program in Barcelona Oh, nice. Yeah, so we are we're about to kick in the second edition of the program. We're going to bring six startups from all over the world to be accelerated over there. Oh, nice. And then they will have a chance to to pitch their business to ASICS, to yeah. live in Barcelona, to connect with the tech ecosystem over there, and to work with me. Come on. Yeah, yeah what else do you know the, That's the highlight do part. Yeah. So, yeah, so sports Tech um, looking at some really early stage investments yeah I, I, when I look at investment I try to get as early as possible so I can be position myself as a smart money yeah so I collaborate I, I use my network and open doors I you know I'm a mentor of them so looking for opportunities in that scene and but you know in the end just getting myself ready to get back in business and launch a new one yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, let's let's tackle child obesity. I think yeah. It, it, this is something very close to my heart. I think it's something directly related to, you know, the challenge that we have to maintain this planet as it is. Uh, we are eating too much, we're producing too much, too much waste, you know, the plastic thing is a big problem right now. Yeah. So. I'm excited. You're, you're
0: busy. You're excited. I'm uh, busy,
1: excited. Family is doing well. Madrid is a great place. There you go. That's, thanks. That's,
0: a, thanks so much for for talking to me. No, I really it, appreciate thanks it. for the opportunity. Hey again. Thanks so much for listening, and a big thanks to Danielle. We are hopefully going to get together and play some paddle soon, uh, which I'm very excited about. So I'll let you know how that goes. Next episode, we are speaking to Jawad Yahia. He is also in the startup scene in Madrid, and he also considered Barcelona. I always thought that Barcelona was the more popular destination in Spain, but I guess not. I guess we're finding out together that that maybe that's not the case anymore. Uh, Jawad is originally from the UK. Uh, his parents are from Lebanon. He's moved around quite a bit in his life. The U.S., Canada, multiple stops in the Middle East. So stay tuned. And if you enjoy listening, consider subscribing to the podcast and I hope you'll join us next time.